Alex Desinas, Fareed Zakaria, host of Fareed Zakaria GPS, and retired uh, NATO Supreme Allied Commander General Wesley Clark. General Clark, what's your reaction to these news strikes? Well, I'm glad um, that we followed up. I think we are still doing BEA. Um, we've got to do a better job of targeting. And the way you do it is you strike, you put the eyes and ears back on the area, you watch the reaction, uh, you look at it carefully, and you build your target packages. But in every case, uh, I would hope that we would try to achieve escalation dominance over the Houthis. If they fire one missile, we take out three targets. If they fire three missiles, we take out six targets. In other words, we try to stay away from a tit for tat. And ultimately, if we can't take out the, the assets they're using to strike these ships, then we've got to go to find assets they value more highly. Freed, what did these strikes, both last night and, and this latest round, what do you think it means for the prospects of, of a wider conflict in the region? Oh, it definitely increases the prospects, and it has always been true that this is a conflict that is poised to turn into something larger. And the reason is uh, Iran has many allies, and most of its allies are like the Houthis. These are proxy fighters, Hezbollah, uh, uh, the Houthis, uh, Hamas, of course. Uh, and what the Houthis have done is they have found a way to inflict a cost on, you know, business as usual. So the United States has to respond and it has to try to achieve escalation dominance, uh, as Wes Clark was saying, but it has to also try not to let this spread out of control. And that's a very delicate balance. And it's trying to reestablish deterrence uh, while at the same time not itself produce a widening of the war. Uh, I, I'm not sure this, this, there's a lot of danger here because the United States could get drawn into precisely the thing that Washington was telling Saudi Arabia to be careful of, which is if you drag yourself into uh, a, you know, a Yemeni civil war, siding with one side, attacking the Houthis, uh, that could go on for a long time. So there's that danger. On the, on the other hand, you've got to make sure that uh, the shipping can go through the Persian Gulf. This is the lifeline of much of the world. This is where oil flows to lots of places all over the world. And Fareed, just, I mean, assuming the Houthis are rational actors, what is, what's in this for them? I mean, obviously they are saying this is about the, the Israel's war against uh, Hamas, or the, what's going on in, in Gaza. Um, is it simply that? Or are they doing the, the, the bidding of, of Iran? Why would they be doing this? Yeah, I think you have to view this in a broader strategic context, which is uh, Iran has been trying to essentially assert that the American-led Middle Eastern order is not viable, uh, that, it, that, it, uh, you know, that it contains Iran, it presses Iran. Uh, Iran has been sort of put into a box uh, it can, you know, it's, it's under sanctions. So the Iranians have been trying. President Raisi, in an interview with me, said, "You know, you you will not be able to do this. We we have ways of opposing the American-led Middle Eastern order. And the whole idea that Saudi Arabia and Israel were going to make a happy peace—that is what Iran is trying to prevent. It it is helping Hamas. It is helping Hezbollah. It is helping the Houthis." So in that sense, the Houthis are part of this larger strategy. I, I don't think they, in a 
particular sense gain something? It's a, a very good question, Anderson, because it's difficult to see what the Houthis are gaining from this. But if you think of it as the Houthis, the, the uh, Hezbollah, Assad, Iran, this larger group of forces in the Middle East that are all opposed to an American-led uh, strategic stability in the Middle East. That's, you know, that's the big contest. So, General Clark, uh, given what Fareed just said about the larger contest, context of, of this, you know, there were reports the Houthis fired a ballistic missile at a, at a ship today but missed. Under this scenario, do you expect more of that, more attempts at retaliation, staying in, the, in, in this, trying to keep this game going? Well, I expect them to continue to do this because Iran wants them to do it. As Fareed said, this is, a, this is a, a, a Iran's a quest for regional hegemony. And this is why you can't pay too much attention to what you hear from the Arab street. Uh, they're manipulated by, uh, by uh, various uh, social media. But the leaders in Saudi Arabia, the Emirates, Kuwait, Qatar, they know what the stakes are. They want America there, even in Iraq. They want us there. So they're looking at the United States for strength and for leadership. So when we strike back, they like it, no matter what the protests say about it and, and all that. And, and also, no matter you know, what we say about not wanting to escalate, they want escalation. Our friends in the region, they want to see a strong America. Now, they want to see us effective. So we have to really, we're, now we're engaged with military force. We better really do that targeting well and we better not not try to tit for tat it. So we've got to try to cap this off. The alternative is we go closer to the source. Iran's playing a very cagey game. They do not want the United States or Israel to strike their nuclear facilities. They may be very close to a nuclear weapon. They're asking themselves, uh, when they should they get it? Should they declare it? Should they test it? What will be the consequences? They're, 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 they're very sly and clever dancers around this nuclear issue. And in the meantime, they're trying to discredit the United States. And yeah. we're looking at it and saying, can we stop this without going to the source, Iran? Well, Fareed, the, the role of Saudi Arabia in all this is fascinating. I mean, their, their response, A, to this latest round, uh, but also their war against the, the Houthis. I mean, they bombed extensively a lot of uh, civilian uh, casualties, fatalities. Um, they came under a lot of criticism for it. W what do you make of Saudi Arabia's role in all this? Uh, you, well, you, you, you put your finger on it. The Saudis waged a multi-year, uh, very expensive war, a lot of bombing. Uh, and what they found was that the Houthis were extraordinarily resilient, uh, that they could bounce back, that it was very hard to destroy them completely. Uh, eventually, the UAE, which was Saudi's uh, uh, allies, pulled out because essentially they, they thought it was an unwinnable war. So that's why I say this is a delicate balance. Uh, Wes is right. You want to achieve some kind of escalation dominance or reestablish deterrence, but you do not want to get sucked into this because all the Houthis have to do is survive. Uh, you know, it's the classic problem of that, this kind of warfare. They, they win by not losing. We lose by not winning. Mm. Uh, and that's a dynamic where that's a, you know, that's a, that's a tough trade-off. So establish escalation elements, show them that they can't do uh, this kind of, you know, reckless uh, attacks on, on ships. 
uh, West makes a very interesting point. Is there some way to convey a signal to the Iranians? I'm not sure that I would be in favor of military strikes at this point, but uh, in some way indicate like th this is crossing lines that you haven't crossed before. Because otherwise, this could this could really spell out of control. Fareed Zakaria, General Clark, thank you. We will, of course, continue to monitor the story, bring you any developments as they come in.